Okay, can you say now something? Just talk normally. This is the rhythm of the night. <laughs> yeah, I think that's better. Okay. This is the rhythm of the night. My love. Oh yeah. We just finished watching a movie. Can you guess what it is? It ended on that song. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. Uh yeah, welcome to our podcast where we talk about movies. We're a couple that talks about movies. Uh, we want to watch a lot of movies all the time, but uh, sometimes one of us wants to watch one movie and one of us, the other one wants to watch another movie. So we devised this system, this very unique system that nobody else has, I think, in the world, <laughs> uh, where we take turns choosing a movie and, and we kind of have to pitch the movie to each other, make each other excited. But if you want to, if you pitch a movie, we have to see it. So yeah, you cannot say no. We cannot no. say no. So and the first pitch was yours again. Yeah, that's right. Today. And uh, just out loud, we're not going to be spoiling these films, so we're also pitching them kind of to you guys yeah. in the podcast. Although I don't think you can you can spoil this film at all. Well, sure, but yeah. in the earlier ones also, we haven't spoiled yeah. the films. No. I think the pitch we, podcast yeah. idea is more that we want to recommend or not recommend these films to yeah, you to watch. Yeah, exactly. Without yeah. spoilers. Without spoilers. Right, so I... Uh, have had this movie on my watch list for, for a while because I've, I saw that it was on all these lists of the thousand films you have to see or the best films of whatever and it's also on Criterion channel it's, which we have the, yeah uh, it's called Bau Travail Bau Travail Bau Travail okay. <laughs> I can't say I can't speak French um, no <laughs> no it's from 1999, and the director is Claire Denis. Claire Denis. She directed um, the newest one is High Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, have I seen anything else? Have you seen anything else from her? No, I've also only seen High Life, but I, I know she's a well-respected uh, filmmaker. That's for sure. Like stuff like White Material and Chocolat and all that. Right, so it's a director we haven't really gone into yet. Yes, no. but uh, this was supposed to be a, one of her best films, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I thought this would be a good introduction, also. Even well, we've seen High Life, but mm-hmm. that was quite different film, I would say. A sci-fi horror film, although not typical at all either. No, but yeah, this is basically a film that follows a small legion group mm-hmm. of men in. French Legion. A French Legion. Does it say where it is? Here it says troops in the Gulf of Djibouti. Djibouti. I don't know where that is. Okay. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a French colony, I guess. And this movie, it's it's kind of a. It doesn't say outright what it is about or, or really what it's doing. On the surface, I would say it's it's about a French Legion and especially the. What was he? He wasn't a general, was he? He was a... A legion officer. Yeah. There, uh, was, there was two men. One was higher rank and then him, who we kind yeah. of, as a main character, sort of, we follow him. Yeah, played by uh, Dennis Lavant, famously, from uh, a lot of great movies, like... Uh, Holy Motors. Have you ever seen Holy Motors? He plays the main... Maybe, I don't main recall. Holy Motors. I can't recall. Anyway, he uh, he plays, uh, yeah, kind of, a, uh, it, it's sort of split between him during his days as part of the Legion and 
part of him at home. Afterwards. Afterwards. Right, and he's yeah. kind of narrating the story a little bit. But it's not, a, it's not a clear story. There's not really a story here. It's more yeah. following him and his memories, I guess. Yeah, in a way. It's kind of hard to talk about this movie also because we just watched it. Literally just now finished. And it's very more poetic cinema I would say than it is you're like you're watching a narrative it's it's kind of unclear to talk about what I feel about it right now well I can say I liked it I can say that I think it was very beautifully filmed Mm -hmm. it looked beautiful a lot of the filming was concentrated on these men especially Mm -hmm. filming them together and different sort of reactions to different situations so I do appreciate it was kind of uh, showing and uh, talking about masculinity and jealousy maybe but I did miss something on the film I I felt that I didn't really get to know any of the characters Mm. at all I feel like that was missing personally for me that I I, I prefer if I get to know even a little bit and I feel like I did not get to know any character at all even the main character who we supposedly are kind of we are following and he's narrating kind of a diary way of his memories yeah but still in the end i felt like i don't know this person at all i didn't get to know anything about him really yeah so that was for me a little bit but i think that was the point because i i read this movie more as a criticism of colonialism Mm-mm. in a way where you're watching a lot of these almost hypnotic images of all these guys basically doing sort of sometimes menial tasks sometimes doing exercise in a way that's almost like a dance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and and doing all these things like they're sometimes smashing like slamming on bottles slamming things making music that way there's a big scene almost like they're sort of more animalistic and, and, and barbarian than the actual people living there right who are kind of looking at them or observing all these French, so, so to say, civilized, elegant people being kind of animalistic. Mm-hmm, mm. Uh, and it's kind of reversing that, that role. Mm, interesting, yeah. Which is, which is what I found quite interesting about it. But yeah, that's also maybe the reason why the characters are so obscure is because this main character, it becomes clear, is kind of overtaken by kind of insane jealousy, which is very just primitive mm-hmm. there's no real reason for it and he becomes kind of vindictive in a way mm. and that's they don't talk in the movie really they don't really talk about feelings the main character tries to explain it in the narration but it all comes out as more physical rather yeah. than verbal and that's maybe also why you're not you can't really grasp what what any of the characters are thinking really which is actually i, I really love that because it's yeah it's more a movie that you really it's beautiful looking, like you said, but it's almost like you can smell it. You can feel it. The okay. texture of this film, you know? Right, yeah. That's, yeah, that I that I think that's a very special thing, okay. actually. You really liked it. I, yeah, I thought it was really, really good. Okay. Yeah. I, I personally, I can see your view. Yeah. But I, I do have to say that the first half of the film felt long. And I, I was not able to zone into the film. It did not do that for me that I was hypnotized by it mm-hmm. or anything. I was feeling more bored, <laughs> to be honest. 
because I didn't feel like I had any connection to the film. Characters, nothing. No. All, all I was seeing was images, beautiful looking images, sure. Yeah. But at the same time, there was things happening, but at the same time, nothing was happening. Mm-hmm. So it made me feel quite distant. I, and usually I do really enjoy quite obscure films, I would mm-hmm. say. But for some reason, this did not hit me that way. I, the, I have to say the last half an hour of the film, mm-hmm. I feel like I started to warm up to it much more. Mm-hmm. It, 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 the ending part of the film, I enjoyed more. Mm-hmm. Um, that started to feel like, oh, this is actually yeah. nice. I don't mind it so much. But the beginning part, I kind of, I, I felt it didn't really... I think it's also maybe it's more a film that needs context beforehand before you go see it because we're not from France I think being in France or being French will kind of help in terms of your understanding more of the imperialistic history that France has and still has that could be uh, uh, still does or in Africa Uh, Claire Denis also grew up in Africa in a a colony in in a colonized country I think which is why this is all quite Familiar to her, I, I read that some of her other movies are also set in, in Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, French uh, French people in Africa. Right. There okay. about often. So Yeah, because this movie does not explain anything, really. It, it literally just throws you in and, and shows you these images and, and uh, yeah, lets you make up everything about them yourself. Right? Which is something I adore. But it, it can be quite hard to, to connect with on that level if you don't really know what you're expecting i think so i would i would really really recommend it but maybe uh look up some context beforehand or um know what you're getting into before you watch this film but if you if you are well prepared then uh, this is a very special maybe um, it obviously depends maybe not for everyone i personally found it a bit cold Mm -hmm. film i guess i did not Mm mm-hmm that's fair. Gets. I wouldn't say it's a warm film either. No, no, no. So if you don't like that kind of film that doesn't really film that doesn't really give you necessarily anything back. No, uh, yeah, it's one of those films where you yeah, don't expect the movie to come to you. You have to kind of go to the film, I feel. Yeah. I did not feel like going <laughs> to the film, I guess. I I'm not saying it was bad. I would give it probably 3, three and a half stars or 5. Okay. But yeah. uh, that's my personal opinion, obviously. <laughs> so. And you recommended it. No, well, I, I, yeah, I, I thought it was very good. It was very. Those are my watch days. Yeah. I, it's still a film I think should probably a lot of people should see, especially if you are already into cinema, because it's from a bigger. Yeah. French film director. We should get more into Claire French Denis. cinema in a way. But. Yeah, we have to get more into her. I read also that uh, Barry Jenkins is really into this film as well. And he's really big Claire Denis fan, I know. Barry Jenkins is the director of Moonlight. And uh, what oh, if right. B- uh, Bill Street could talk. Mm. And there was a, there was an interview with between them or a conversation between them on the Criterion channel I just saw. So that may be interesting to check out. Yeah, you can kind of kind of see it. It's like poetic cinema, right? So... If you're if you're into that kind of stuff, then definitely go see it. Or yeah, get the DVD. I don't know where you could go see this film, but yeah, yeah. Well, it's on Criterion Channel, or get the Blu-ray. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> or don't. I don't know. Or do. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, then we're gonna watch your pitch? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go watch Robin's pitch next. Okay. Okay, so we just finished Robin's pitch. Yeah. Do you want to introduce the <laughs> film that we just watched? Well, we just watched Roy Anderson's uh, songs from the second floor from the year 2000. And I wanted to watch this movie because I saw something, a video on YouTube somewhere where Ari Aster, uh, the director of uh, Bo is Afraid and Midsommar, was talking about this movie or Roy Anderson in general because he's a big fan. <laughs> and it inspired his filmmaking a, a bit, uh, which you can see in Bo is Afraid, I guess, a little. And I had never seen any of his work, so I wanted to see it. So... Yeah, Songs from the Second Floor. It's not his first movie, but it is the one that is uh, first in this style. It's kind of, if you don't know Roy Anderson, he was a, a Swedish filmmaker already working in the 70s. He made another f film in the 70s called A Swedish Love Story, which is a little more conventional. And then he made a company of filmmakers where they made a lot of advertisements and he had this big studio with a lot of technical crew working for him loyally making advertisements and, and and whatnot and making short films and then he moved back into filmmaking with this one in the year 2000 and it's it's something very unique i would say it's a very unique style of filmmaking he has uh he makes films that take a long time to make apparently like he, he you see the film's uh, it's a sort of a series of scenes and vignettes that maybe don't really have that much to do with each other, but they, they do. There is not really a narrative, but uh, there's a lot of recurring characters. Mm. And every scene is just one shot. Usually the shot is just standing there, static, standing in the corner, and everything happens just in that in that frame, like a, like a painting or something. Yeah, we watched... Uh right after because we watched the movie from what where did we watch it from oh criterion channel we watched it from criterion so criterion also then recommended the interview with ari aster and ari says actually in the interview that the how the movie looks how the film looks it's quite similar to paintings yeah. at first when we started watching it i was thinking like oh this kind of looks like wes anderson it was yeah. like a very gray and bleak bleak Wes Anderson film yeah but it does change a little bit to much more sort of indeed painting style yeah because it stays still and people are standing kind of theatrical yeah it's very way. static mm. uh, apparently they it, the, every shot takes about a month to film oh jeez because they construct it like they have the whole set it's all filmed in a studio basically in mm -hmm. this one studio so they have this big lot where they build everything and they kind of build a world so they build up like like you're outside or or whatever uh with all these buildings and and what and whatnot and then they put all the people in there they rehearse everything kind of has to be perfect so it takes a long time to make these films and he, it's it's kind of amazing <laughs> what they create it looks like nothing else i've ever seen you said indeed it has something of wes anderson but even wes anderson is not this perfectionist i feel like well, it's very different yeah it just reminded me more of this style also with that we're 
well, Wes Anderson has more of a storyline always. Yeah. And uh, Roy Anderson with Songe från andra Fåningen is the Swedish name of this film. It doesn't, it's more abstract, I guess. Yeah. It does not well, really... very bleak, very sad, very... It's funny, though. It's I th- funny. I found it quite funny it also. It is very so... funny. There's, it's, 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 co- it's a comedy, but it is a comedy, but it is so bleak and... It's like the most depressing worldview I've ever seen in a movie, almost, because everybody is they everybody wears this sort of white makeup like makes that makes them look like corpses, and they look kind of dusty, like they're mm. like they're just basically. Well, not only them, but also I I don't know. It doesn't specify what city they're living in, mm-hmm. um, but the whole city is kind of colorless yeah. and dirty, dystopian. Um, one thing that made me also think one scene specifically that kept kind of staying on the background was where this woman is in a cafeteria and she's yeah. calling his husband, her husband like I can't get out of here I'm <laughs> stuck and you can just see that there's insane uh, traffic outside yeah. and the, the cars are not moving and you yeah. see it through the whole film the, just a everyone is jam. always stuck and they keep saying that nobody can explain why yeah, there's no reason. It's just the whole city is just stuck in a traffic jam. And yeah. people are like, yeah, it's faster to walk. Yeah. All the cars are just standing still and people are miserable. Yeah. So it's, that's kind of the atmosphere of the whole yeah. film the whole time. It's like you're just stuck. You're yeah. stuck here. And I guess that's sort of saying something about uh, how we're all kind of stuck in the same... Stuck in the same routine as life. It's just work work and there's no time for anything else yeah it's all misery (laughs) they keep repeating a lot of the same stuff like yeah uh about how uh this one of the main characters just keeps on saying like how he's so unhappy that his company burnt down everything to ashes his whole life is ruined but it he apparently he just burned the whole thing down himself yeah <laughs> and uh, you know these these the, and his son is a taxi driver who's taken over for his brother but he doesn't want to be a taxi driver at all he hates it he hates having to sit in a car in a traffic jam all day listening to people whine about their lives but they they're stuck somehow they're they cannot leave this wretched existence yeah those are yeah and I don't know if they were even main characters. I feel like this movie mm-hmm. didn't really have a main character because it kept no. changing. It's about these... society at large, I yeah. guess. Yeah. It's quite it's a interesting film, but yeah. throughout the movie I was there was a lot of scenes that I was like I have no idea what you want to tell me. Yeah. Really? Like I could see that it was there was multiple scenes that were kind of, you know, abstract but also clearly trying to say something else. Mm. But I just couldn't get it, I guess. <laughs> mm. Well, it it's it's sort of it it almost seems like there's a punchline gonna uh, gonna be coming a punchline, but there's not. It's just of, oftentimes you're just observing yeah. uh, a scene until it stops. <laughs> yeah, and it's just very sad. Yeah, the film, but also very funny. I guess this is a film if you are looking for a storyline and something that really tells you something you shouldn't watch this i guess yes you should i think you should well i don't know people who 
like clear storyline. No, I don't think okay. they would like this film. No, okay, not a clear plot, but it has something to say. That's yeah, sure, sure, but it's not saying it clearly. No. That's the thing. No. Because that's, that's what I was also saying. I could see some points he was trying to say something. I have no idea what, though. Mm-hmm. So it's probably something that's going to come in my dr- back in my dreams or something, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> need, it needs some time to ruminate for you, you mean? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'll realize something afterwards. Yeah. That, oh, maybe I think he was trying to tell me this about the society. Or, yeah. You know, but right now... Uh, that's all I got out of it, I guess. And I'm, well, not only that, it also made me a bit confused, mm-hmm. which can be nice from yeah. film. You know, <laughs> it makes you confused. It keeps stays in your mind. Yeah, um, makes you think about it. But yeah. um, that's for sure. And there's nothing that, no, no other movies that look like this. That's for sure. Uh, I would recommend this film, yes, because it's 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 uh if you're interested in in film and, and filmmaking for sure you should watch it because it's there's nobody who worked like Roy Anderson he he died recently but and also only made four of these movies because they took so long to make but um they're very interesting if you have a very bleak sense of humor you will like this like if you can get into the kind of dark scandinavian type of yeah. yeah, for sure you should see this. Uh, yeah, I would recommend it. It's good. I would recommend it, but uh, I don't think it's a film for everyone, though. No, specifically. obviously not. It's not it's, a mainstream film, no. This one was m- more interesting, I would say, to me personally than my pitch. Oh, okay. It kept me more interested. Yeah. Because every scene had something really go- actually going on. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see what is happening, mm-hmm. right? It made me confused, but also interested. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's not a film. Not, it's not an easy film to watch. Necessarily. No, it's quite more a challenging cinema, maybe. Yeah, it's not an an uh, but it's easy going Friday movie. You know, yeah. it's entertaining, sure. But I think you have to have a feeling to okay. I'm gonna sit down and now. Uh, mm-hmm watch this you know yeah. prepare yourself a little bit that kind yeah. of film prepare, prepare yourself for weirdness and bleakness and just kind of be disgusted with humanity for a bit I guess yeah disappointed <laughs> with humanity yeah. I guess I don't know if I was disgusted I was more well, sad and everybody feared. looks so disgusting and like kind of just uh, the whole world looks just not some some place yeah, you, you want to live in. Yeah. I felt I felt sad for everyone. Yeah, sad. More. Yeah. You know, I felt pity for people, yeah. and it made me also think like, yeah, I do pity yeah. us. Yeah. Also in our Human world, existence Humans. is tough. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. as one character says. Life is tough. Yeah. 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 Well, that's songs from the second floor. Yeah. Say it again in Swedish. Uh, songer från andra våningen. Oh, okay. But does that translate to literally? Songs from another uh, warning in uh, another me, house, another uh, apartment, Sorry. maybe. Oh. Let me see. I'm rusty with um, <laughs> Swedish floor. It is yeah, okay. literally from another floor. Yeah, so it's basically direct translation. Okay, well, that was it for this week. We oui, we. Oui. Thanks oui, for oui. listening again. Yes, thank you for listening. Uh, hit us up or on our socials and whatever. 
or whatever I'm supposed to say. I don't know. We have not figured that last bit out. No, still um, not. Anyway, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye, -bye. bye.